Hey you, in the corner. Did you know this episode was sponsored by the favorite Chaotix? A journey of chaos and despair and fun and laughter amongst a group of friends. But you know, that's enough about them. For now, enjoy the story and welcome to Art Astoria. Hello and welcome to Art Astoria. My name is Owen Wenner, your resident bardic storyteller, and it is my job to take you through the pages of Colors of Convergence, the first book in the Art Astoria series. Please follow all of our social media so you never ever miss a chapter of this fascinating tale filled with energy, chakra, chi, magic, or as we just call it, color. But let's turn the page. Chapter 8. Overwhelmed. Roars of the inmates' uprising crowded Owen's ears to a deafening effect. Men and women were being slaughtered left and right beneath him. Even though some were lucky enough to be freed from their concrete bindings, the brushstone still dragged many to their deaths. Looking out, sadly, neither Lee nor Bran was seen. Did they fall? Owen wiped his forehead and continued down the bridge's road. No, doesn't matter. I can't worry about them right now. Just as he finished his thought, Two more guards appeared to anchor themselves in the front of the central plateau connecting all other bridges before him. Loose fibers dangled from the leading man's trousers, his fluffed tunic ruffled and waved with every step as the wind picked up, and with each footfall, Azure's streaks began to blink into existence on the man's thighs and legs. Ah, a blue, Owen analyzed. Colored zigzags flashed wildly as the enemy broke into a mad dash. Doesn't use it for speed. Owen pumped his red vigorously. Once the guard got in range, Owen recognized a grand opening and threw a chest-collapsing punch. At least, that's what the predicted outcome was when suddenly, the rusher vanished. Checking over both shoulders came up with empty results as Owen stood there, clueless. There was nowhere for him to have gone. But when Owen noticed the ground in front of him had been fractured, an epiphany hit. He jumped! Diving forward a split second later would have guaranteed Owen a broken back. But luckily, he had moved just as the guard had crudely landed, impacting and devastating the bridge below him. The man's blue was quite powerful. Support beams and pillars alike were shattered beneath the jumper. The splintered debris kept him tangled under the bridge long enough for Owen to stand himself up and steady. As soon as he did, though, a twinkle of metal caught his eye. He was barely able to swerve and clear his ribcage from the thrown axe that soared by his body. When Owen looked up, he saw quite the display. A bright display of golden yellow wings made of color was keeping the taskmaster at the perfect distance to continue throwing his bladed instruments. The warden unhooked another blade from his belt, happily, with a grin. Without waiting for another hatchet to be thrown, Owen turned and sprinted towards the center island, a racing shadow beside him told him of the deadly bird's pattern, and as it narrowed in, a well-timed roll was enough for Owen to dodge another thrown weapon. There was plenty of room now, as Owen checked over both of his shoulders. The only question was what lay beyond the iron hatch dug into the mountain at the end of this walkway. Focus, one thing at a time, he told himself. As that thought ended, he discharged his red and released a flurry of energy just as the winged raptor approached. Accepting the invitation, the yellow warden barreled towards Owen and called more yellow to increase his speed. Moments before the collision occurred, a mighty flap of his wings drew him back, but he threw an axe that carried forward. No skin was broken, however, 
as the sliver of icy steel stopped between a set of red fingers. Owen smiled and returned the thrown axe in kind, but this gatekeeper was no amateur. He bypassed the attack and began to twirl around and spin as his wings carried him effortlessly out of the range of the attack, but back down with enough force to level Owen. Avoiding the man's dancing wings took toned effort, but enough opportunity was allotted for a single counter of Owen's fist to grace the guard's jaw. The man's colored wings dissipated as his limp body rolled across the platform. Before the pilot could bring himself around to an unscrambled mindset, Owen had already put a forceful follow-up into action. Owen's exhausted legs stressfully pumped to align his cocked arm with the bleeding crow. Luckily though for the downed bird, another seismic arrival put a pause to the fight. A blurred navy blue shockwave sent Owen onto his back. The glowing tattoos leered over the cracked boards and the second warden made his re-entry. You alright? The blue guard asked, reaching down to his fallen comrade. He said he didn't go through the boards this time, huh? Without a response, the injured sparrow chipped back up to his feet, and blonde strands grew from his back and began to weave themselves back together. Delicate feathers of a similar golden tint sprouted like flowers' petals until the man had revived his full set of yellow wings. Wonderful, a dazed Owen conjured. If I'm not careful, that jumper could destroy this whole platform with his blue. Large gasps echoed throughout his mind. But if I focus on him, that yellow can attack me from any side with those throwing weapons. The tandem pair approached, as another bout was about to begin. It was just then that Owen heard a dubious sound. A whistle could be detected for only the briefest of seconds before a light was glimpsed whizzing through the air. Striking the blue grasshopper's temple, the man's brain fell stagnant as his body droopily fell over the side of the platform. Another blot of orange forced the harpy to lose hold of his weapon and take flight in fear. Steam was still rising from Lee's eyes as she hastily arrived on the scene. <sighs> Owen! Are you badly injured? A blushing show of relief overtook him. I'm fine. He looked at the bruising that had overtaken her neck. You really are strong, huh? And a pretty darn good shot. Thank you, she said, pausing to catch her breath. Although softly winded from the trip, she presented a gift. I spread the keys to the prisoners as we planned. I also recovered this. She removed the leather straps from her shoulder. I believe this is yours. The harness and sheath were quickly fastened, allowing for his sword to finally rest where it belonged. Owen clenched the handle and drew his weapon from its holster. The blade was shorter than most, like a sparring weapon for a sixteen-year-old boy. Its handle could only be gripped with two palms if the wielder were desperate to do so. Weightless in his hand, Owen parted the air with each swing. With his eyes shut next, he silently rested the lackluster hilt against his forehead. Thank you. Above them, the yellow taskmaster floated precariously. I... I could flee. As if it would matter. The guard knew that far too many projects were tied to this location. He would not last a month on the run. Littered remains in the pit gloated the failure of his troop, and now weaponless, all he could do was mourn. He looked down to see many guards still falling to the waves of crazed prisoners. But what else could he do but fight? The stalks of color livened against his spine, and with a beat of his wings, he climbed to even greater heights. 
Only one thing left to do. After a crisp loop, the momentum transferred into a daring nosedive before aiming itself at the red and orange prisoners. Lee's eyes started to build vigor, but they rested when Owen raised his hand. No, I got it. He blitzed forward with both arms riding the wind behind him. The enemy arrived with enough velocity to rip a human in half. Even with Lee's eyes, the action was almost lost to her. Owen wound and released a single swing of his sword. Blood sprayed as the yellow feathers burst apart like bits of broken glass. The guard was powerless to stop himself from violently flopping and tumbling over the platform's edge. A twitch of red sent a ripple of energy through Owen's one-handed sword, disintegrating the flakes of blood and residue left on the blade. The pair reconvened, and Owen turned to Lee and said, Did you, uh, you find your batons? I did, she answered. She retrieved two small iron rods from her waist, spinning them between her fingers. These are quite precious to me as well. Good. I'm glad. I, I believe we are needed to assist with the door. Lee pointed. The men wrestling to keep the exit open were slowly failing. Their energy reserves had long been depleted. Alright then, let's go. Not two steps were taken before the cast iron hatch nestled into the breast of the mountain swung open. Owen and Lee looked around the platform they were on to see two figures creep out of the dark, gloomy hole, and a pair of heinous, laughter-filled voices accompanied them.